Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. My favorite TV show is The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I love that shit. I, I, I don't work on Monday nights because I like to follow the live tweets. So I'm part of Bachelor Nation. I fucking love that shit. And I know a lot of you might think I'm an idiot for enjoying that. Well, I'm not an idiot. That's stupid. I don't like reality shows. I don't, I don't watch uh, Selling Sunset or Below Deck or any of that fucking shit. I like game shows. And The Bachelor is a game show where the prize is a person. <laughs> it's a whole lot of people who just want to get famous. And we force two of them to get married. <laughs> It's fucking belter. If you've never seen an episode, I'll walk you through an episode of The Bachelorette. So The Bachelorette be like a 28-year-old girl. Uh, she lives in a house. You never really see this house. She lives in this house over here. And there's a mansion that literally has 30 guys in it that are all fighting for her attention, right? And she comes over and visits them occasionally. And yeah. Oh! There's a petition going around the internet for a gay bachelor. No! <laughs> the Bachelor is a heterosexual show for heterosexual people. And it will remain that way, thank you very much. I, I'm not being homophobic. It just wouldn't logistically work. So say you got a gay bachelor. His name's Darren. Darren lives in a house over here. Then there's a mansion over here with 30 guys. You're getting ahead of me, Toronto. Don't do that. And the producers come over to the house to meet Darren. They go, we have a great group of guys over there. They're very excited to meet you. I'm excited to meet them. And then Darren walks over there with all of his hopes and wishes and dreams inside this house. And he gets to the doorknob and takes a breath. And then he opens the door and they're all fucking each other. <laughs> and, and the producers, they know this isn't good for the show. 
So they roll up a newspaper and start whacking them. Get out of it! Stop fucking each other! They get a spray bottle. Psh, psh, psh. They get one of them and rub their nose in their cum. Bad game! Bad game! So no gay bachelor. <laughs> let's do, let's do the bachelorette. So the bachelorette be like a 28 year old girl. She has known she's going to be the bachelorette for like four months. So she's done what most women do before they get married. You know, she's working out every day. She's eating well. If she does eat something naughty, she vomits it back up. <laughs> now, of course, this is a comedy show, so if there are any bulimic women in the room, don't think it goes unnoticed. <laughs> Us boys appreciate that you're keeping it tight. You're doing what the fat girls aren't willing to do. So. She's out the front of this mansion. She's all bulimic, ripped and bulimic sexy. She's had her hair done professionally, her makeup done professionally. She's in a $10,000 dress that the show has given her. This woman is in her prime. She will never look better than she does at this exact moment. What a good time to fall in love, eh? I can't see any disappointment in the future. <laughs> so she stands out the front of the house and then 30 limos, one by one, will drive up and 30 different men will come out of their car and they'll walk up to her, they'll introduce themselves and then they will say some line that they pre-rehearse that they think will sweep her off her feet. And this line will be some innocuous bit of rubbish that fucking means nothing. Now. They show up in the car, they come out good-looking guys wearing a beautiful tailored suit, right? But because they're in their 20s, the, the leg's up to here. Because <laughs> it's very important to that generation that we see their ankles. <laughs> you look like cunts. Anyway. <laughs> so the limousines show up. And out steps this guy, right? He'll be handsome, wrinkly forehead handsome, right? And he'll walk up to her, he'll be... <laughs> Hi, my name's Kevin. <laughs> I believe that a woman's heart should be protected. What the fuck does this mean? <laughs> but she will think this is amazing. She'll just be like, I also believe that a woman's heart needs protecting. <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about that inside. And then he walks off. And she loses her shit. She just like goes to the presenter. Oh my God, it's Kevin. Kevin's the one. She doesn't know fucking jack shit about Kevin. Kevin arrived in a car he doesn't own, wearing a suit. He's been given walking into a mansion he's never 
fucking been in. <laughs> Kevin could be unemployed and live with his mum in Regina. He doesn't know fucking Kevin. <laughs> now on the show, on the show, you need to get a rose. Right, and if you're one of the guys that don't, I, I, I've never watched the Canadian version. But I live in America; they, they give roses. I assume with you guys is like, I really like you. Here's a beaver's pelt. <laughs> I, but in, in the USA, they give a rose, right? Now, if you're one of these blokes and you feel like, ah, I'm not going to get a rose this week. She doesn't like me. What you do is you tell her a sob story, right? because she can't fuck you off that week. She can't get rid of you that week. She's a bitch if she kicks you off that week. So a sob story will buy you about a week. Now, it's amazing how they just weave them into conversations out of nowhere. And because these people are in their 20s, some of these sob stories are as weak as balls. And it always happens like they'll be playing touch football, right? And the girl will come by and they'll be like, hey, Katie, hey, how are you going? And one guy will stand back and he'll wait till he makes eye contact. <laughs> and she'll come up and she'll be like, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. No, nah, no, nah, it's... <laughs> it's nothing, it's nothing. It's just that, uh, we're having such a good time today. I just wish that, uh... <laughs> my grandmother was here to see it. <laughs> and you're like, you're 28, mate. Your grandmother's meant to be dead, cunt. <laughs> there was a guy on last season, he was raising a four-year-old boy, right? Because his wife had died two years earlier. Ha <laughs> That's roses all day! Watch Jim Jeffries High and Dry only on Netflix.